table saws, table saws. What's a table saw? <laughs> so lapadoo. Okay. From Boogie Land Media, this is On Carlson Drive, a dusty little dirt road of memories from the wit and whimsy of Wendy Bonifield. Today's episode, Confessions of a Nosy Neighbor. We have lived in our current home now for over 15 years, longer than I have lived anywhere, long enough to see our neighborhood change. We have lost a handful of wonderful characters, and our street is filling up with new faces. I'm still getting to know them, though I'm not very good at it. Once we were the youngsters on the block with small children running around, now a new group of small children are running around, and we are the old folks. We have had many colorful characters on Walmer Street. We met the first one on move-in day. The street seemed to crawl with kids ready to play. As we were unloading our moving van, a young girl from down the street showed up and started asking questions. Did you move from an apartment or did you have another house? Do you have any kids? I have two brothers, but they're older than me. Is that your cat? What's its name? Or is it a girl cat? We have a dog. His name is Teddy. My name is Annie Rose, but you can call me Rose or Annie. It's whatever you feel like. I think I like Rose right now. I tried to answer her questions. We moved from another house. It's a girl cat. We have three girls, and our oldest, Erin, is probably about your age. She's 11. Oh, I'm 13, replied Annie Rose, and Ben and Nick next door to us are 13 and 15. Erin and Hannah remember some fun neighborhood games of capture the flag with these kids, along with the two girls across the street from us. But the older kids quickly got too old to play silly games with little girls, so that was short-lived. Rose and her parents, Bonnie and Matt, had two dogs at the time, a giant Great Dane and a big standard poodle named Teddy. They have had a number of different dogs over the years. For me, Teddy is the most memorable. He roamed the streets like he owned it even popping into my house now and then if I had left the door open. Bonnie is a real estate agent, is friendly but busy, and we don't see her as often as we see Matt, who is very often outside involved in some activity or another, fixing up cars or riding up and down the street on his motorcycle, on a leisurely walk smoking his cigar, or working his way down the street with his edger, edging all our lawns. He is quite the character. For a while, he alternated between growing his hair and beard long and bushy so he looked like a wild mountain man and then shaving it all off. I think he has settled into the short do for now. One day, he and Randy were chatting and Randy mentioned something about needing to clean out the gutters but not really having the time this weekend. We came home from church the next day to find Matt up on a ladder cleaning out our gutters. He's friendly and helpful. And if you are interested in some good conspiracy theories, he's the one to talk to. 
Across the street live Mary and Joe with their three kids, Sarah, their oldest, Andrew, and Emily. Sarah is a couple of years older than Aaron. Andrew and Hannah are the same age, and Emily, Emily is a year older than Grace, and they would play together now and then. Emily was unpredictable and a bit of a wanderer. She would simply wander off and not tell anyone. She and Grace played well together most of the time. Andrew and Hannah were not friends. Andrew, being an elementary school boy, could be kind of mean. He has since grown out of that and is a nice young man, but in the early years, not so much. Joe and Mary run a construction company. Joe always has some kind of project going on in his garage. Table saws on one day, welding the next. Good, kind people. Right across the street from us live Amber and David with their two girls, Isabel and Olivia. Isabel and Olivia were around the same age as Aaron and Hannah. They played together all the time, often running back and forth between houses. Unfortunately, as often is the case, as they got older, their interests took different paths and they have grown apart. We see the girls now and then and it's nice to catch up with them. My favorite story about David happened when Grace was around seven or eight years old, when Isabel and Olivia excitedly announced that their dad had got a deer. They didn't need to tell me because I could see it hanging from his basketball hoop. At first, Grace thought it was some kind of Halloween decoration. However, when the girls invited my girls over to see the deer, illusions were broken. In Grace's mind, she imagined a little deer frolicking around in their backyard and was horrified to learn that what she thought was a Halloween decoration was a dead deer. She came home crying and sat looking out the window saying, that was my favorite deer. Meanwhile, Aaron and Hannah went over and got a bit of a biology lesson on the insides of a deer. No more deer appeared on David's goalposts until 14 or 15 years later, Grace and her boyfriend headed outside to go into the woods behind David and Amber's house, and I looked out the window to see another deer hanging from his goalpost, with Grace and Paul standing there talking to David. It obviously didn't affect Grace as it did years ago, and so it was a funny remembrance for her and David to share. The houses across the street from us back up to the woods with a creek that runs all along behind their houses. The woods are a fun place for the kids to play. David and Amber had a tree swing that was a favorite of all the kids. The red swing, they called it. And they generously allowed the children of the neighborhood to swing on it whenever they wanted. The woods have always been a favorite place to play. Plenty of tree forts. Recently, I discovered a very ingenious work from the neighborhood children, a dirt bike obstacle course. These kids have worked hard digging ramps and trenches to jump over. I'm really impressed with their work. I kind of chuckle because I'm sure these same children complain if mom or dad ask them to rake up the leaves, but to build an intricate dirt bike path is no problem. The house next to David and Amber is a rental house, and we have had many families move in and out over the years. They usually stay for about a year and then move on. 
the house is for sale now, so we will see what happens next. It would be nice to have a consistent family there. The most memorable to me was a family of five. Dad was a police officer and would sometimes have his police car in the driveway. I hoped it would make people drive slower on our street, but it didn't seem to make a difference. Our street is a bit of a shortcut to the high school. Mom was very outgoing. She would sit on the front porch and call, Come on over! She talked about being a Mrs. Beauty Pageant contestant. She was lovely. The two older kids mostly kept to themselves. The youngest, Kirsten, was the same age as Grace. Oh my goodness, these two were the cutest little things, both about five years old with very similar styles of play. Sadly, they only lived there for a year, and Grace lost a wonderful playmate. I feel certain they would have been best friends for a long time if they stayed longer. We have been blessed over the years to always have an older couple live next door. Ray and Anita are those for us here, full of stories and kindness. Very interesting people. They were some of the first residents of the neighborhood and had all the history of any flooding in our area, what the surrounding area looked like. Ray was always working on something, keeping his yard nice and neat. And unlike our neighbor in Blue Springs, who would shoot squirrels, Ray would trap them and take them to a large open field so the hawks could get them. Anita is an ice skater and judges ice skating competitions, although she spends more of her time now ballroom dancing. She makes her own costumes. And over the years, she has worked on a few homecoming dresses for my girls. We lost Ray a few years ago from heart disease. It went so fast. One week he was climbing ladders, working on his porch, much to Anita's chagrin. The next he was in hospice and then gone. That was a sad day on Walmer Street. We have lost quite a few folks over the years. Brian and Susan lived in the one unique house on the street. All the rest of us live in one of two different layouts, but Brian and Susan's house was very different. He had a circle drive that the kids would often use as a turnaround on their bikes. Brian would get after them to stay off his grass. Consequently, he got a reputation for being a grumpy old man. However, he wasn't. Mostly a quiet man, trying to keep his lawn in good shape. We rarely saw Susan, and it was a surprise when we heard she had passed away. That Valentine's Day, Brian brought candy to the ladies on our street, saying he always gave candy to Susan on Valentine's Day. Brian lived four or five more years after Susan passed. Then we lost him, too. And his house stayed empty for another five years or so, until someone bought it and fixed it up. It's nice having a family living there now. Dennis lived on the other side of us. He took an early retirement from the car industry and painted houses. Chatty and friendly, we often would see him out on a run with his little dog. Then we didn't see him anymore. None of us knew what happened to him. Until one day someone was out front of his house, he told me Dennis was suffering from pancreatic cancer and was living with his mother. Then a few months later, he was gone. It was so fast. And now we have another single man living next to us. 
Brad gutted the house and is slowly putting it back together. I have saved the most colorful for last. We would see Mary walking her dog Susie up and down the street every single day. The leash in one hand, a cigarette in the other. She had a husky smoker's voice with a New York accent. Every morning, first thing, she would read her paper, then roll it back up, stuff it back into a plastic bag, and deliver it to our front door, smelling strong of cigarette smoke. Every once in a while, she couldn't get out, and she would call me, Wendy, Wendy, listen, baby, I couldn't get out this morning. Send little Grace over, and I'll give her the paper. We all loved Mary. By the sound of her voice, you might think she was a grumpy old curmudgeon, but she was anything but. She had a decorative tombstone in her front yard, circled by stones. The tombstone said, Here lies the last dog who pooped in my yard. She made a point several times to say that it was just a joke, and some people thought she was a grumpy old lady because of it, but it was all in fun, she said. Her little dog Susie was her constant companion. She made little dog sweaters out of a few baby sweaters I gave her. She was always on the lookout for things people needed. Do you have a mattress? My daughter's friend needs one. Here's an old bike I thought you could use. I know you love KU, so I put this little KU sign in your flowers. One sad day, Grace came running into our house crying, Mary, dog, mom, oh, mom, big dog, dog, Susie. As Grace and Mary were standing on the sidewalk talking, the neighbor's dog got out and went straight for Susie, grabbed her and shook her. We got Susie in the car and took her and Mary to the emergency vet right away, but her injuries were too extensive for her to be saved. The neighbors from the rental house felt terrible and paid for the vet bills, but it was a big loss for Mary. It took Mary a long time to continue her walks and never on that side of the street. Grace has a bit of a fear of big dogs, although she has had some healing with interactions with good big dogs. A year later, Mary's friends presented her with a new little puppy, a tiny teacup poodle. She had so much fun with this little thing, although she would only take him in her yard and not walk along the street with him but it seemed that the family that bred the dog changed their mind and asked for the dog back when their child got home from camp and was so sad that it was gone. Because Mary has a big heart and would never want to make a child sad, she gave the dog back. We were all livid when this happened, but it was probably for the best. Mary only lived a few more years after this. Our neighborhood lost so much when Mary left us. I suppose I could become the eccentric old lady on the street. I will need to become exponentially more extroverted. Well, I guess as long as I'm not the grumpy old lady, I will be happy. I should go. I have lots of new neighbors to meet. So I'm talking with my girls today. I have Erin, Hannah, Grace. We're talking about our neighborhood here on Walmer Street. So what are you guys' first memories of this street when we, we moved here? 
our neighborhood here, especially as kids, were, it was definitely really fun. And you talked about the capture the flag, which was so fun. I remember having a really great time. And I remember one time we had to leave in the middle of a game and eat dinner. And they sat in our front yard and waited for us. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I remember playing barefoot, playing capture the flag barefoot, like in like October. Well, that's because I'm pretty sure you never wore shoes until you were like 27. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were times where I'm pretty <clears throat> sure you went to school in the middle of December in flip flops. I think those are the only shorts I wore ever. But that those capture the flag days didn't last too long. No, you were you said it. The big kids got too big because we played. Because like, I don't know who was heading up those games, but like Sarah and Annie and Nick. I think it was we're Nick all, and like, Annie. Yeah, that like makes they sense. really, they were like really pulling it all together. Right, and they were all of them were just a couple years older than me, and I was like the oldest one of the younger group of other people. Kids yeah, history. yeah, because <clears throat> like it was us and like Isabel and Olivia. Did Kiki? Were they there, or was that they come after? They played, they played maybe once or twice. Yeah. yeah. They were, well, they're incredible athletes. Kiki's a professional softball player now. So, right. and Kenny, I don't know what, if he plays sports, but I mean, he was a good athlete then. And he was significantly, I think he was probably the oldest one that would play it also. You know, of course he was leaving all of us in the dust. I remember, right. I have a distinct memory of one time we all played, like, uh, we, we put the, we, the flag was always like some like wadded up trash bag or something <laughs> right. in somebody's backyard and we'd use like the middle of the street as the dividing line between sides. Yeah. The best game that we played <clears throat> was we, we had flags, but the flags were, was silly string. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. So the flag was silly string. And so when you had the, the, the silly string, you could like spray people with it and, and it turned into a yeah. A thing. <laughs> a thing. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, they all got too old. Yeah. And then but you and Isabel and Olivia were all the four of you guys were pretty good pals. I mean, I think it was just they were really close in age. Olivia was younger, but she had energy that matched us. Right. She fit in really well. <laughs> and we we but we liked musicals and we listened to Adventures in Odyssey and we liked what was it? Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. I remember and that. So we played that a lot. And then their backyard was the woods. Right. So it would be like, oh, what do you do? I remember one time, you know, like a bag of carrots, like the long carrots, not like the baby carrots. We would take a bag of those out and go out into the woods to the fort and just sit and eat carrots and like <laughs> just like walk around the woods and like make pretend salad. It's Which just is like, a perfect yeah. woods play. Right, foraging. Yeah. They had built a pretty, like, elaborate fort yeah. back in the trees. It always yeah. felt like they were, we were exploring so much wilderness when we played in the woods. But, mm -hmm. like, you go back there now and you're like, oh, look, I can see the house across. Yeah. The <laughs> right, yeah. It's, uh -huh. not, it's not anything crazy. But I, I, I remember, you know, especially during the summer where everything is overgrown. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it my gosh, so it's fun. a jungle. Yeah. yeah. And there were, like, so many landmarks in the woods for yeah. me that were like, oh, my gosh, this branch means that. And I, like, go out, like, I'd occasionally go out there, like, when I was older, and I was like, where even is that branch? <laughs> what is, how did I know <laughs> that Maybe. this specific tree was this thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. What are some of your memories about Mary and Ray and Brian and... 
I remember being scared of Brian. Yeah, because yeah, he, he wouldn't was... let us go on the grass. He was a, he was a grumpy, mean old man in our, our brain. Yeah, yeah. He, was. he was. I can't even Mr. picture Mr. Perfect him, Lawn. I didn't know his name, so he was always Mr. Perfect Lawn. And I remember walking across the street, and I would, like, stay in the very middle of the sidewalk, and I would so carefully walk in the middle of the sidewalk and make sure that I didn't even veer left or right because I did not want to step on his grass at all. Except like, I don't even yeah. have any distinct yeah. memories of him telling us not to stay yeah. on the grass. I actually remember David telling us exactly. that he yeah. didn't want us mm-hmm. on our, his grass, that he, that he doesn't want yeah. you on his grass. And so in my mind, it's like, oh, he's the mean grass guy. But I don't yeah. even know if I ever met him once. I, I didn't. He said yeah. something to a group of us once, but he wasn't like, Oh, like he wasn't mean. He was just like, stay off my grass and then went back inside. Like, yeah, he really was a very nice man. I believe mm-hmm. that. I believe yeah, totally. totally. you. Yeah. yeah. It's, isn't that funny, though, how just like your perception of somebody who you don't really talk to, you're like, that guy's mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always remember Mary leaving us in newspapers because mm-hmm. I always remember reading the sports section. I very actively read the sports section. That's great. I read the comics. Me too. <laughs> she was yeah. quite the character. Yeah, she was kind of my best friend, honestly. <laughs> like, out of everybody on the street, I was like, there you go. Yeah. And every- she was always yeah. outside. It's it, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Exactly. It could be, it could be in the middle of winter after a snowstorm and she would wrap Susie up. Mm-hmm. And take her out. Like, it, it didn't matter what what the day was or, mm-hmm. or whatever. She would be out there. Yeah. Holidays for her were, like, huge. Oh, yeah. Every right. single holiday. Mm-hmm. No matter. Like, St. Patrick's Day. No one thinks about St. Patrick's Day. But she did. She was like, I have 85 window decals for this. Yeah, she was and I have a huge cardboard leprechaun that I'm going to put in the front. Like, it was crazy. And Halloween was even bigger. I remember the smell of Isabel and Olivia's house because mm. yeah. they were very, like, organic. Yeah, mm-hmm. all of their food was organic, so their entire home smelled like Whole Foods. Mm. I have a traumatic memory of eating brownies. Yeah, you had a brownie there that you got sick from. Yeah. I'm sure it was had nothing to do no, with No, I brownie, think it was it, – it had something to – I think you had like a migraine or you had yeah. something, but, but the, but when you, when you, you know, when you get sick on something, like you've just eaten something and then you like, and that puke memory it. is just associated with that food forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't eat brownies without imagining myself throwing up brownies. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah. The brownie, yeah, yeah. I had the brownie was good. Yeah. Mm, I remember it as the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it tasted like a brownie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was good. And their house was so nice, though, because they had a whole bunch of, like, fun antique stuff. And mm-hmm. then, but they also had, like, a stuffed turkey. Yeah, yeah. taxidermized animals room. all over. Yeah, they had taxidermy animals everywhere. Because the yeah. yeah. there was a deer head in the TV room and a turkey next to the TV. So you were just, like, watching TV and the turkey was just staring into your soul as you. <laughs> it, yeah, was it was huge. It was a huge it was turkey. so big. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing I remember about their house, like, that room. We played outside with them. Yeah. We didn't really hang out in their house. We did, but, like, we were outside way more. Yeah. If we were, we were literally, like, doing some sort of craft or or whatever and listening to Adventures in Odyssey. we did that a lot. Or just, like, hanging out. But we didn't, like, watch movies or Mm -hmm. anything. Although when they did get, when they got a Wii, that was, like, an exciting moment. 
They also had the swing in their backyard. Yeah. And then they built their deck, and then we would climb up. This was so bad. We would climb up on top of their deck and then jump from their deck and swing. swing. Yeah. Which was probably so dangerous. <laughs> I don't remember jumping from the deck, I but I remember was, there was like a part. There's like, not table. all the way up on the no, deck. No, they had like, like a half, like there was like the top deck and then there was like yeah. a lower part. Uh, yeah, I yeah. do remember that. So I remember graduating to that. Yeah. Because it was like the, the ground, the a so bench yeah. on that swing. And the table. The Thompsons had like a brick wall, and so we would jump from that, and it would we would go in a circle. Circle, yeah, circle. I totally remember yeah. doing that. Yeah. What do you guys remember about Ray and Anita? I remember Ray being just like great. Mm-hmm. I just didn't he like give us candy? Yeah, he'd and give you like, candy now and then. Yeah, he'd give us candy, mm-hmm. and he'd ask us questions, and he took care of the garden. He was always outside. I don't know that I remember that many like interactions with yeah. them mm-hmm. but i just remember them being like nice neighbors. she made she makes really delicious fudge oh, oh the gosh. peanut butter fudge it's so good yes she'd give us peanut she'd butter like fudge every christmas. christmas yeah she still does oh we need to go over her house and learn how to make it yeah we've yeah. talked about that and we've i just think i've done it. it like a whole once you did it uh i think once oh, you remember how to make it yeah. no not at all. Because it's a secret recipe. No, but I was she like, maybe. But no. I'm sure she'd give it to us if we asked. I'm sure. Anyway, that stuff is delicious. It's so, so good. good. I remember Nick had a snake. And we watched <sighs> the snake eat a few times. Like, yeah. Like, it would be a whole, like, neighborhood to do. Like, all the kids all would go over the kids and watch his snake. It was like a, I think it was a king snake. Yeah. And it would, we'd watch it eat a mouse or whatever it ate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you, when I say all of the kids, it was literally every single one of the kids. Like, uh, all of the Thompsons were there. We yeah. were there. Um, and Annie was there. And, yeah. That whole thing of, like, all of the neighborhood kids hanging out was so short-lived. There wasn't enough of us to do to any really big play games or anything. anything like I think that. we tried and it just didn't work. Yeah. You should have pulled in the little kids with Grace and Morgan and Emily. That would have been I think really... at that time. <laughs> no, I think at that time they were too little yeah. to do stuff. Like yeah. I don't remember any of what they're talking about, <laughs> which is not really to say that I don't remember it cuz everything happened to me when I was 9, so that means I don't remember a lot. <laughs> um but I do remember, though, the, there was a family that rented. I think they had the dog. So the people that rented the house had a son. And the son went to my school. And he was, like, kind of a bad boy at school and went by a different name for some reason. Really? And then I would go home, and he would be helping Mary across the street and, you know, like, fixing her grass. And he would talk to me and be really friendly. And it was it was, like... Point two seconds of like, oh my gosh, hello. And I remember specifically there was one time that I just like throw out compliments when I see people. And he had really good teeth. I was like, you have really good teeth. And he's like, thanks, they're not real. And he pops out his two front teeth. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? know why i think he like lost his skateboarding accident or something like that but it was just like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) but that was
was kind of a fun little surprise. Well, that was the rental house we had. Exactly. So many families go through that house. Oh my gosh. Do you guys remember the time we were sitting in, in our living room? And in our living room, we have a huge window that you can see out into the street. And we were just sitting there and suddenly a rope comes yes. out. Yes. <laughs> like these girls, there were a couple of girls who were in the, the like the top floor bedroom and they had tied all of their sheets together like in a movie. Like, you know, when when like the princess is escaping the castle and she ties all the sheets together. They tried to do that. And they threw the sheets out of the window, and these girls tried to <laughs> climb out the window with the sheets. I do remember that. Oh, my gosh. That was hilarious. And then didn't you go outside? I think I said, girls, don't do that. That's not safe. And they were like, oh, and just went back in <laughs> Yeah, because they were, like, on the – because they were, like, tried, but they didn't, like, all the way commit yeah. to it. They were really nervous they about it. They were pretty young as well yeah. and so i think they i'm sure it was like a game right or... we're watching a movie where the princesses climb out the window with the sheets let's try it so i was like girls do Don't not do it. climb out that window yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> i remember we were like what is going on over there that oh yeah cool. we have had a great view of all the goings on from our oh yeah, yeah our window I love that window it's, I always like the moment when you're like, what's happening? And we all like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. stand outside. <laughs> yeah. This episode of On Carlson Drive was produced for Boogieland Media by Randy and Wendy Bonifield and distributed through our friends at podbean.com. All stories were written, edited, and narrated by Wendy Bonifield. All original music and music arrangements are written and performed by Randy Bonifield. Remember to subscribe, and please like, add, friend, and review this podcast wherever you find us. Follow On Carlson Drive on Facebook and Instagram at username On Carlson Drive. And be sure to visit our website at OnCarlsonDrive.com. Special thanks to all our friends and families who, unbeknownst to them, were writing the stories we tell simply by living them. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, thank you for listening to On Carlson Drive.